With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Well, NHL, it's the All-Star Weekend in Vegas skills competition tonight. Uh, Jordan Kyrie wins fastest skater. Uh, Connor McDavid was fourth, but I'll tell you, it was pretty tight between uh, first and fourth. Accuracy shooting still to come. Leon Dreisaitl, who finished second in this event in St. Louis two years ago, uh, he will compete in that event. They're in the breakaway challenge right now, and they have a lot of guest judges. And Manon Riom's in net. Wyatt Russell, the uh, son of Kurt Russell, is in net. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully it doesn't stink, if I can be so blunt. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, the alumni game in uh, at Sakers Acres in support of uh, the fight against lung disease and funding lung health and research via Alberta Lung and North and NWT. It is uh, least still 6'5". Is that right? Colin's still 6'5 for the Canadians alumni? Uh, we have a quick update. And last report? 7'5 Habs right now. With seven five. Five, five okay. minutes left in the third period, 7'5 Habs. So. All right, someone has to be a hero on the Oilers side if they're going to come back and win this one. Uh, online 50-50 raffle goes until 11 o'clock tonight. You can uh, check out, uh, you can buy a ticket at uh, edmontonoilers.com. WHL tonight, the Edmonton Oil Kings down 2-0 to the Saskatoon Blades. Uh, that is in the uh, just beginning of the second period of play. American Hockey League tonight, uh, Bakersfield Condors, top farm club of the Oilers. They're at home to the Colorado Eagles. That game will get underway in about, uh, oh, an hour from now. Well, the Elks made uh, some interesting moves last week. Uh, Darius Bowman announced he's coming out of retirement uh, at 36. And at 34... The Manny Show. Emmanuel Arsenault signed as well. Oh, when was the Manny Show last in Edmonton? Oh, yeah, it was in 2019. This is what happened. Jardo now making some changes as he shouts instructions to everybody. Powell's to his right. There's the snap. Jardo quickly releases. Touchdown. Manny Arsenault with the reception. Riders take the lead. And we're joined right now by Edmonton Elks receiver, Emmanuel Arsenault. Manny, nice to have you back on the show. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing fine. What's going on? <laughs> Does uh, 2019 seem like forever ago? That was your last touchdown in the CFL uh, when you remember the Riders. Yeah, my last CFL touchdown. But, yeah, being that I played last year, it kind of kept me in the mix, so... That was a good thing about it when I took the game to the indoor just to stay ready on some what if maybe a call came last year. But, yeah, time flies by, man, real fast. Let, let's talk about that. Uh, playing in the indoor league last year, and you played for the Frisco Fighters of the Indoor Football yeah. League. Uh, it, it, you know, and it – the scene, you know, when I, when I was preparing for the interview, uh, and, and and I do know this, that, like the IFL and arena leagues are, are more for people that are trying to you know get get a look. You know, it's it's more of a younger players kind of league. But tell me about how you ended up in the IFL. Man, so what it was, 
one second laying down his garage door. No Here problem. We yeah, so we had a quarterback, a quarterback by the name of Jonathan Bain that I was training at one of the facilities that I was at and was catching for him. And I guess they had um, – he was getting ready for the season. And for weeks, he was like, hey, man, you need to get his indoor a try. I'm like, nah, man, I think I'm pretty much done. I might wrap it up real soon. So they had a guy come out for a workout, a DB. And he was like, hey, mm-hmm. man, you want to go catch some routes and do some one-on-ones? So we probably went 20 reps. And I went 19 out of 20. The guy broke up probably the last rep of the game, uh, of the workout. And then he was like, man, you still got it. I think you should check it out and play. <laughs> so when they mentioned that they practiced in the morning and it didn't interrupt with anything because it was only 10 minutes away, that's what kind of kept me in the game. But it was a whole different game because now everything's smaller, the field's condensed, and the routes, you have to take specific angles. But that's what got me into it. I was catching for the starting quarterback, Jonathan, and he convinced me to come out there. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, people would understand someone, you know, most people have seen in the indoor game. It's been around for, what, 30 years or so. Um, and yeah. it's it's basically within the playing surfaces within a basketball slash hockey arena, uh, hockey playing yeah. surface or basketball playing surface. So you got the boards around there. It does look weird, yeah. but t- t- tell me when you're out there. Um Instead of playing on the normal standard field, I mean, it's 60, what, 60 by 110 here in, in, in Canada and, what, right. 40 okay. by 100 in, in the States. And now you're in yeah. this closed, so, confined surface. Yeah. So, so so tell me about it. Man, everything happens bang, bang, head on a swivel. So imagine taking 12 guys, the CFL game with the waggle, and putting them on the NFL field. So it's like now you're taking eight guys, I want to say, and you're playing yeah. in a hockey arena, and it's still the waggle with the high motion and everything like a CFL game, but it's hitting every play. If you're not blocking, you're getting tackled. You got the wall that's right there. You know, the special teams, man, it's like everything is like bang, bang. So when you get to a wider field, you mean to tell me I have this much space now? Everything's not happening in 1-1000. Ball got to be out. So it's like everything is sped up, but it's like the impact. It's constant impact and hitting. Like the game is physical. I have a whole nother respect for guys that play the indoor game. Like if, if you're not built for that and mentally tough, you will not make it and um and and that's the thing i never knew nothing about it but after playing it it's like they made me a fan and i have a whole nother level of respect for the guys that's out there like i didn't flew over the wall i went through the big sheet of that glass that sets up there like i didn't done it all man and it was just fun and exciting being that okay i didn't play what 12 years of ball and my last stop was the arena game when normally you do the arena game to get the film to get a shot to the cfl to make it to the nfl so my journey kind of did reverse but i was able to say like man i didn't took a snap and play in every fl you could think of indoor canadian and the nfl so for me man it was just part of the journey and giving me that closure when the pandemic hit and I thought football was completely out of the picture. Yeah. Emmanuel Arsenal joining us, uh, new Edmonton Elks receiver here on 630 Chat Inside Sports. So your career isn't over. The Elks signed you uh, last week. 
uh, to a one-year deal. Tell me how this all came about. Man, you know what? It wasn't nobody but the man upstairs, man, God's work, to be honest with you. Um, we got a few DBs that's here that play in the CFL, Money Hunter, um, Pat, a guy that was a rookie up in Hamilton. Then we got another DB, man, that was from OU that signed up in Montreal. And what I do is I still do my one-on-one reps to give those guys looks for them to have guys to cover and get used to the high motion, being that, um, you know, everybody usually working out for the NFL in the offseason. So I normally stay in shape and train four or five times a week to give those guys looks to where I'm running 20, 30 routes, whether it's four or five DBs and I'm by myself. But um, this time, man, it was a random um, a random call. Like, it wasn't nothing where I could have called my agent and been like, hey, man, any team's interested? Can I get any workout? Can I get a CFL a look? It was just one of those. You know, I'm sitting on the couch watching, what, Coco Melon or something with my little one-year-old. The phone <laughs> rings. And I'm just like, man, listen, if the opportunity's there, I'm already, I'm ready. So my whole thing now was like, okay, now that I know I'm going back, now I can start running more. But from the strength and conditioning aspect, I never stopped. So I've been treating the off season. After the great cup was played, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break, even though I didn't take any snaps in it or, or play the CFL game. But I started my regular working out as if I was still playing way back from, what, 2019. So it was yeah. just one of them opportunities when you least expect it. And the timing. So, yeah, it, it, it wasn't planned. So that's the crazy part about it. Like, it wasn't planned. And I got an NFL receiver that I'm training now that was mm-hmm. a victim of the um, COVID year. And I'm explaining to him how time and work and opportunities come. And it's like the mentor talking to the mentee. And the mentor is actually the one who got the opportunity while the mentee is still waiting. So it was one of them crazy ones. Is how it all unfolded and happened. Wow, <laughs> that's great! And you know, for it to happen the way it did, and I love how you told the story. Um, you know, hey, it, it, it's uh, it's going to be fun to see you on the field again in the colors of uh, green and gold this time. I'm sure having G. Roy Simon as the assistant general manager didn't hurt as well. <laughs> Man, you know what? Yeah, and if G reached his neck out there and went to bat for me, that's another reason for me to show up and go even harder. You know, um, he one of the guys that paved the way for me in BC. Um, not to be the next Superman or G. Roy Simon, but to be the next um, household name, man, to have fans in the stands and have the community excited about football in BC. You know, I watched the G. Roy. I watched the Paris Jackson. You know, I had Jerry's as the quarterback, Travis Lule, Casey Printers, man. You know, the vet list of guys goes on and on back when I came into the league in 09. But just having a G-Roy there to vouch for me and to speak on my character and and who I was as a person, not only an athlete, I think helped a great bit. But um, I'm just excited for the opportunity, excited for this time to be on the green and gold side and and not the other colors I've been worn coming into um, Edmonton. But just really getting this community to back the team, the organization, and getting people excited about football because I remember plenty of years, man, from 09 and 10, coming in a Commonwealth, it was an issue where you knew you had to come in there and have your mind right. But it's more so getting these kids, man, these families, and everyone excited for the brand of um, Edmonton Elks football. 
Yeah, no question. I love I love that. And if anyone listening, uh, we have a lot of Elks fans listening. They got to be excited about what uh, what you just had to say here. As we're speaking with the uh, Emmanuel Arsenal, who signed with the Edmonton Elks uh, uh, last week, here joining us on six thirty Chat Inside Sports. Kate, one more here, and uh, I, I would love to yeah. go on forever with you, but but we can't do that. And we'll have you on yeah. again, of course. Uh, Chris Jones. There's this or about Chris Jones, whether you have played with him before or whether you haven't so what are you looking forward to the most of what you've heard about playing for chris uh what is it, what it is like for chris jones because it'll be the first time for you yeah played against him many wars wherever he's been and my whole thing that come to mind is this the standard is the standard you know the bar has been raised you know what kind of person he is you know his coaching philosophy and he and he one of them ones work ethic second to none and do your job and, and playing for wally my entire career makes that transition very easy. He's a coach that's transparent. Some might not like how he operate, being that he's going to keep it real and be honest with you, but them the kind of coaches you want and them the kind you'll run through a brick wall for. So for me coming in is understanding, look, the standard is the standard. I understand, I understand my role. I'm ready to embrace it and whatever that might be, but I'm showing up to win football games and make the room and everyone around me better. That's what I do. Um, with wherever I go. I make every individual around me better in some form or fashion, whether it's my leadership, guys I have to mentor, or just them watching how I pro lead by example. And that's my only purpose coming up into Edmonton is to make those around me better, get fans excited about football, and not only just, you know, to take care of business on my end and bring the people to Manny show that was once in the CFL and bringing it right on back. So I'm just excited for the opportunity. Once again, um, Chris Jones, you know, G-Roy, the entire Edmonton Elks organization, and anybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I did that had any input on getting me back up above the border to play again. Well, we're looking forward to the Manny Show hitting the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, Emmanuel, nice to uh, chat with you uh, again. And uh, I appreciate the reference of Coco Melon, by the way, because I have a six and a four year old, and Coco Melon has played in my house several, several times. In fact, as you, you know, you know how it is as a dad, right? You start humming children's songs, and you're starting to go, "Oh no, I'm at that level now." <laughs> yeah, nah, man. thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Manny. Appreciate it. That is Manny Arsenault, who signed uh, last week for, for the Edmonton Elks, a one-year deal, and uh, he's looking forward to uh, bringing the Manny show on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium uh, this coming season of 2022. And uh, we'll find out a little bit more how the team will look as free agency opens on this coming Tuesday at 10 a.m. Edmonton time. Back in a moment. Good 
news down at the Sakers Acres. Uh, Louis DeVress tied the game. And did Fernando Pisani win the game in the shootout, Kellen? It is a final. Fernando Pisani scores the shootout winner 9-8. The Oilers alumni beat the Habs alumni. And yes, in 2022, I am saying Fernando Pisani has scored a shootout winner <laughs> <laughs> on six for each head. And it's wild. So that, there we go. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know if he ever took a shootout uh, attempt when uh, the league brought it in after the lockout in 2005-2006. Uh, mm. I, I don't know. I have to look that up maybe, but it uh, doesn't matter. This is the one he'll remember the most. So uh, and it, it goes to a great cause uh, to help fight the uh, fight against lung disease and funding lung health research via Alberta Lung and NWT. And uh, online 50-50 raffle going on right now. You can head to uh, Oilers, edmontonoilers.com and uh, to buy a ticket. And uh, the, net, the, the uh, net proceeds will assist in Alberta Lung and NWT's construction of Canada's first lung health and transplant recovery home called Breathing Space. Nice to have uh, Manuel Arsenault on the show on the hotline presented by Certainty, professional-grade building materials, pro all the way. The uh, Oilers will be back in action for Furnace Family Edmonton Oilers Hockey on Tuesday. They'll take on the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, I believe that's your standard uh, start time as well. I just don't want to say it and be silly. Yeah, it is. I got it right here. Uh, 7 o'clock. Yeah, 5.30 oh, uh, pregame and 7 o'clock uh, puck drop there, Davey, for Tuesday night. In an unusual... Uh, schedule in february they're going to play eight games in 13 days just because of all that postponed uh, the uh, postponed games in uh, late december and into mid-january uh, especially with the home dates just so the league was hoping that uh, you know some restrictions could lift in uh, the canadian uh, cities so they can recoup some revenue so they're going to play the hawks the next night and then they're going to play the Islanders. Then they go on the road the week after to uh, play two uh, games back-to-back uh, -back on the 14th and 15th in San Jose and L.A. Then they come home and play the Ducks. It's all over the place, I tell you. But it's going to get busy. And the Oilers, who are just out of the playoff cut line, do get an opportunity to uh, kind of go on a run here. And they're on a run right now at 5-0-1. Rashad Genty played with the Edmonton football team in 2003 as a 19-year-old. Played here for three seasons, won two great cups, went to the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, his former NFL team is going to the Super Bowl. Talk to Rashad after the news break here on 630 Chad. 630 Chad, inside sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.